Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. John Hughes month is coming to a close this week. John Hughes movies feel very homey. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just like, oh, yeah. Yes. And it's like, I wonder how much of that truly is <laughs> because we live here. Yeah. You know, and then grew up here in the same sort of general area. But it's like anytime I see those shots of the neighborhoods and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's like even if, you know, my specific neighborhood maybe never had any houses as huge as that. Yeah. Um, but just we the, live very close to like yeah. the neighborhood next door essentially yeah, has is, some giant houses. Yeah, you could absolutely set a new John Hughes movie right over there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but this one is uh, an interesting choice out of the batch that we sort of did because we kind of took so liberally from the like brat pack era the mm-hmm. like teenage kid era movie stuff yeah uh that this one doesn't have anthony michael hall in it yeah it doesn't have <laughs> anthony michael hall and like it includes a like relationship between an adult and a, a teenage kid it's not just a teen movie for teen mm-hmm. kids talking about teen stuff and all that <laughs> you know it's it's got like a, a slightly different vibe to it it feels a little grown up mm-hmm comparatively even if it does have a lot of similar kind of weirdness to it <laughs> in lots of ways which is just at this point it's just like well that's that's just john hughes yeah that's <laughs> yeah some of the quick like cuts and 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 ridiculous little shots and things <laughs> in it but uh, the movie that we are closing out john hughes month with is the 1989 american comedy film this one doesn't have as many adjectives to it it's just american <laughs> comedy film uncle buck <laughs> Uncle Buck. Um, like we said, seen it before, mm-hmm. but it has been quite a long time. Yeah, it's it's easily been 15 plus years for me. Yeah, possibly less for me, but not by too much. Like yeah. Not like, oh, yeah, I saw it like last year. Don't yeah. you remember? <laughs> <laughs> and this one is like, there's so many moments in it that like as soon as something started, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I know how the whole rest of this thing goes right yep. now. Um, and then there were other things that were completely out of nowhere. Uh, I feel like I miss if, if there's stuff that I don't remember from movies. <laughs> it seems like it's from the beginning of movies, which makes me wonder, like, how many times did I like catch this movie on TV as a kid? Mm-hmm. Like. 20 minutes in you know what i mean and and having missed stuff because like kind of right off the bat 
I was like, what is this? This isn't <laughs> this isn't pleasant at all. This isn't very John Hughesy. It's kind of nasty at the beginning a little yeah. bit. Like I I didn't understand <laughs> like as much as it should have just, you know, been completely obvious having seen the movie before. I was like, "Oh my god, have I just always not known this? Wait a minute. What is going on here?" Cuz at first, the way that the lead girl, Tia, right? Mm-hmm. The lead the teenage girl. The way that she speaks to her younger siblings about their parents mm-hmm. led me to think she was their babysitter and was not related to them. Yes. She says something about like your parents mm-hmm. to the to those kids as though they're not also her parents. Yeah. And then uh she called her mom like a parental unit or something something dumb like that as mm-hmm. well. And one of the kids is like, uh, you shouldn't say that or something, whatever. And it was just really confusing for that moment of like, how I wrote, how are these <laughs> awful people related? Because they were all a little nasty at the beginning. Yeah. I warmed up to Macaulay Culkin as the movie went on. He wound mm-hmm. up being probably one of my favorite parts of it, honestly. I really like the little girl. She was, No, she was really good, too. I don't remember. I think it's Gabby. Maisie. Maisie is the character <clears throat> name. Yeah, I think it's the actor. Actress- Miles and Maisie. The girl is Gabby Hoffman. Yes. As we were watching the movie, I was trying to figure out why she was so familiar. Mm-hmm. And it finally... Well, it didn't finally dawn on me. That that's that's <laughs> a lie. I had to look it up. It's the same girl from Field of Dreams. Yeah, much like Amy Madigan uh-huh. is yeah, yeah. the wife from Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. I, I, that same year, eighty nine. Yep. Yeah, just hysterical. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- those kids were like fine enough, mm-hmm. um, and they had some good like moments to them. Like I didn't, I didn't hate them. It wasn't like, oh my god, these fucking kids. Yeah, that was Tia to me. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how much I disliked her. Yeah. Um. She was awful. Yeah. Big, big, like, again, it's sort of in that vein of like, did I miss the first 20 <laughs> minutes of this movie every single time I saw it as a kid? Because the nasty shit she says to her mom. Yeah. Like, I felt so fucking terrible for mm-hmm. Cindy, 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 for yeah. Cindy, the mom. She... Is having the worst time. Yeah. And everyone is acting like a dick to her, either knowingly or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like her daughter is being horrible on purpose, mm-hmm. saying such like fucking terrible things as like, oh, if every if everyone in my family moved away from me, I'd probably have a heart attack too. Yeah. Like blaming her parents mm-hmm. for the heart attack that her grandfather had. Like, yeah, okay, your grandfather, your mom's dad. Mm-hmm. whoa dude yeah that's way too much way too far yeah and then also then you get the whole like point of the movie <laughs> which is that uncle buck is the only one who can come and take care of the kids yeah john candy and like that in and of itself like that's just like the comedic setup is like the guy you'd <laughs> never want i think i wrote down exactly what you said like buck is not the kind of guy i'd want to leave my kids with yeah it's like literal words out of her mouth Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so then you know that that's what's got to happen. <laughs> that's the whole point of the movie. So getting stuck with that, like the the stress of being like, I don't trust this person, but I have to, like, this is the only yeah, this possible is the choice. Only option. And I have to deal with the, the stress and trauma of, you know, my own dad having a heart attack 
mm-hmm. and now I have to worry about my family back at home under the care of Buck, mm-hmm. and then I also have to deal with the shit that my daughter is giving me, <laughs> like this horrific stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she, she gets way too much shit. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Like she clearly doesn't deserve any of it. Like she never shows any sign of being a like a bad mom mm-hmm. or selfish or anything. Yeah. And she gets all of this heaped upon her. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so fucking bad for her the whole time. Agreed. At one point in the movie, she like tells Buck, at least I think I heard her right, that she said she was very scared to know that he was there. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like that when she, when he's, that's sort of the scene that I was talking about of people being like a dick to her unknowingly like mm-hmm. buck asking all of those obvious questions and like being wrong yeah and just like clearly having no idea what oh, he's right, doing with the dog yeah and like that is adding to the stress like oh my god and and he, at this and now point he's going to kill my dog yeah like. But, <laughs> but like at that point that's not even like a moment of like her standing in the kitchen and him talking to her it's like they are already gone yeah she is they already are, in indianapolis yeah so it's like you're calling home just hoping that's like hope everything is fine just hope everything is fine and then yeah. it's like so nothing is fine and i have no idea what i'm doing yeah it's just like oh my god and i'm pretty certain at the end like i think that disconnect was like on purpose that he was like hey yeah everything's uh yeah it's probably okay and it'll probably be all right and her being like oh my god buck i'm so terrified that you are there mm-hmm. with them and then him being like okay all right well see ya and him being all cheery about it like it seemed <laughs> like it was like t- like two different scenes edited together a little bit it was like you think he would be a little more receptive to the fact that she is like crying right now and is like clearly uncomfortable that you think he would have something to say about that like hey no 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 hey it'll be all right i i I got this you can trust me yeah the fact that he's just like all right well see ya and hangs up the phone (laughs) it's just like oh my god he has no idea what's happening does he (laughs) the elevator pitch of the movie is hysterical of just like the dude who you shouldn't leave in charge of your house is in charge of your house essentially mm-hmm. you know and and john candy i think is a fantastic person to play that role because he does have that like lovableness yeah where you can kind of understand why people give him more chances mm-hmm. you know like i read there was the there's a huge big list of people who were like allegedly up for this role like it wasn't oh. simply a like oh yeah john candy he's gonna be in it even though he and john hughes like work together all the time there were other people who were who were tried for it, like, I mean, a bunch of the usual suspects for the 80s, <laughs> you know, like uh, Chevy Chase, Dan mm-hmm. Aykroyd, mm-hmm. Joe Pesci, Danny oh. DeVito, Robin Williams. Oh, man. Uh, Jack Nicholson, which is which would have been lunacy i think yeah i feel like he would have been a little old even in 1989 <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah. i don't know uh john travolta oh. which is like what okay yeah uh and then the one that i felt well john goodman i felt could have been really good too he allegedly was on the list it's like john goodman i could see that he's mm-hmm. got a similar vibe and not just because he's also a big guy but like he also has that charming personality to him where it's like, oh, yeah, how could you stay mad at him? But the one that I feel like I might want to see the most out of these uh, possible alternate Uncle Bucks, even though this one seems a little weird because they talk about how he's like 40. And it makes me wonder if that's written because of how old John Candy was. Yeah. And if it could have been that he was like a younger brother 
mm-hmm. you know, if if it was someone else who was cast because Tom fucking Hanks was apparently up for the role and be like, oh, my God, like slacker Tom Hanks, younger brother comes to take care of the house movie. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that one. Yeah. But he is such the 80s, like just the mindset uh, like that, that era of being a parent, at least in movies, you know what I mean? Seeming mm-hmm. seems to have lots and lots of threatened violence all the time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there's just constant, like over the top levels yeah. of like, hey, my teenage kid and their teenage boy slash girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like I will casually threaten terrible things to you. Yeah. It's like that is so weird when it's the parent and kid anyway. Mm-hmm. It is so much weirder. When since, it's the uncle. Yeah, when it's the <laughs> uncle who knows nothing about her. Yeah. Like at all. And just like immediately seems to put his foot down about boys. Mm-hmm. Or just, at least that boy. I mean, I guess that was the weird thing, too, about that guy, though. Like, that dude obviously wound up sucking. Bug, like, he clearly was a sack of crap. (laughs) The issue is that there's no possible way for Buck to know that. Yeah. Like, Buck is so right about, like, the level of, of, <laughs> of like, punishment that Bug deserves, considering that whole horrifying scene when he's, like, taking advantage of the girl who winds up not being Tia. Yeah. You know, and I was a little bit afraid that the movie, like, I had sort of forgotten about the whole bit afterwards where he's in the trunk and they, like, <laughs> pull him out and hit, hit golf balls at him and stuff. Yeah. But the way that he just sort of, like, gives, like, a disappointed look when he sees Bug in the bed with the other girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does he just leave? Like, that girl needs help. It might not be Tia, but, oh, my God. And then it's yeah. like, okay, he did, like, <laughs> yeah. take him out. So like, okay, good, good. There is at least that. Yeah. But it is just so silly, that, like, how much violence he threatens that kid with yeah. without knowing anything about what's happening. <laughs> like, he literally just says to her, he's just like, I know that he just wants to sleep with you because yeah. that's what I did yeah. <laughs> when I was that age. It was just like. I mean, I think it says more about you, Buck, than yeah. it does about anything else. Yeah. It begins this like horrible tennis match of a movie. Like not <laughs> not to say like the movie is horrible, but just like like watching it now and and not um not quite being on Buck's side as much as I may have <laughs> been when I was younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like sort of seeing it as much weirder than than maybe it was intended to be. I don't know. But it was it was a horrible like tennis match between the two of them about who could like out awful mm-hmm. the other one. Yeah. <laughs> um and it it was sort of unpleasant uh in this weird thing like I, I was reading uh because this movie this movie falls into that kind of zone where I had zero awareness of how like the public took this movie mm-hmm. you know like when it came out like i only knew it as like uncle buck that movie it's on it's whatever it's this it's that you know there's so many movies that when i grew up i like looked into them and was like oh my god people hated this movie <laughs> like this was not a like oh big movie it yeah. was like Meh. either people were like it was okay or they were like this was garbage and i was like oh my god really oh no oh that stinks <laughs> um so this one like looking at it now i hadn't really looked into it before 
and seeing that it was like me kind of received in a kind of lukewarm compared to John Hughes stuff of the past. Um, And one specifically was Roger Ebert talking about how it had like it had an undercurrent of like cynicism that just sort of didn't sit well with with him in terms of like coming to watch a John Hughes movie mm-hmm. and and sort of getting blasted with that. And I could definitely understand that, especially coming from Tia yeah, and how kind of nasty she is about everything and just hates everything and the, mm-hmm. the attitude that she's got that obviously the movie is all about like, and how will she fix it? Like, how will she yeah. become less of a bitch? And how will he become less of a like big slob irresponsible jackass <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah you know and so you know that like that's the direction that they're going thankfully as opposed to last <laughs> week where there was really nothing at least yeah. this movie has like a, a trajectory it's on yeah like okay these characters are at this point that sucks let's change them yeah. <laughs> you know how can they help each other yeah exactly i was i was sort of surprised in the characterization of tia like right off the bat, because you know, thinking about it, it's like obviously she's mad at her folks mm-hmm. for because she's teenage a teenager, reasons, yeah. yeah. And you know, and now she's got this Uncle Buck guy coming to take care of her. And it seemed to me like it would have been more interesting, considering that she's just been awful the whole beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Like she's mm-hmm. like kind of shitty to her siblings right at the top of the movie. You know, and then really shitty to her mom at dinner. Yeah. That whole fucking like that was just again. It, it, yeah. It was just nasty for for no reason. Just like, oh, mother, where do you find the time? Yeah. Like, oh, you're eating takeout food and you're mocking your mother for not. Yeah. Cooking like fucking you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> Probably right. food that you like specifically asked for. Yeah. Like, oh, could you order me this? Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to it, you got the fucking gall to yeah do that like and it was suck. like it was like a whole bunch of chinese food too. yeah really like, well, shut up girl yeah it's like you're eating a good meal right now maybe shut up and yeah accept it but like so yeah she's being real nasty there and then when buck shows up i sort of expected her to be more like oh cool an idiot i can you know, mm-hmm. slide under the radar with and go and do all the stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that she would act like faux friendly to him to like cozy up to him yeah. so that she could do everything that she wanted because she knew that he was like totally overwhelmed with this. Mm-hmm. But instead, she just sucks right away. Like, as soon as he gets there and is like, I made breakfast, she's just like, barf, no thank you. You know, and it's just like, being real nasty to him too and so it's like okay so what fucking other gear does this girl have yeah because i'm tired of watching her right now yeah (laughs) i am tired of seeing her just be awful to everybody on screen it took a little too long to to kind of like get a moment where she seemed like a person who wasn't a giant monster (laughs) like i couldn't tell you even exactly what the first time it is that i suddenly was like oh okay because by the end, I was, you know, it's a movie. It's going to do its thing. And it's mm-hmm. going to, you know, unless it's complete garbage, you know, it'll it'll do what it's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, her being a jerk at the beginning, she eventually, you come to like her. And it's like, yeah, I don't know exactly what it is that did it. I'm sure it was just the case of, like, oh, these later scenes, she's not being awful. It's just the absence of being awful <laughs> that is, makes I her mean, seem so much better. <laughs> I feel like it's when buck picks her up when she's walking home from the party 
Well, right. I just mean like it didn't, it, it, there wasn't a case of like, oh my God. Like, you know, cause it, it, yeah. I, I think, I think my issue with that sort of sequence in terms of getting to that, there were a few things that unfortunately I feel bad that I've used this word so many times this month, <laughs> but that felt kind of sloppy because you get that whole sequence of him finally learning to be responsible mm-hmm. you know I mean? it's like he was about to leave with the kids to go to the racetrack and been like fuck it teenage girl yeah you're gonna be moody then i don't even care mm-hmm. and then he for some reason saw the light that was another like I, I guess it was just the case of like sitting in the car and seeing what he was doing yeah but there really wasn't a at least to me i didn't think there was a clear enough like moment of realization for him yeah. it was just like all of a sudden he was like Ugh. And then he called, what's her name, uh, Shanice, yeah, Shanice. To, to like come and help him and then explain to her, like, I had him in the car. I was about to go, but I can't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, could have hit it a little harder. I guess mm-hmm. it's just what I'm saying. I'm just a little picky about it. <laughs> um, but then, you know, so he goes to find her mm-hmm. uh, in the most ridiculous fashion. This moment is is when, uh, you know, how we talked about in some of the other movies, like teen stuff, feeling pretty real you know Mm -hmm. and pretty like oh yeah totally the fact that buck just randomly pulls up next to other people who have a high school aged kid who is also at the party who know where the party is Mm -hmm. and like seemingly don't approve of it yet their son is there you know what (laughs) i mean like yeah that is so weird like that is not i don't i don't understand what john hughes thought happens in in teenage (laughs) circles it's like you know that these kids when they go to these house parties they don't tell their folks where they're going yeah like they're not like yep we're heading down down to 42 something lane yeah where the big party is like no they just they say they're going to one friend's house and then they go to the party like how do the parents know where the party is i mean i get it because it's huge yeah there's like people outside because they it's probably so over know the top. someone that lives on the street <laughs> and so yeah. we're just spread around the parents like oh the party's on this street tonight you'd think they would do something to stop it if they knew that it was there yeah you know police yeah really like hey all these kids are drinking yeah and it didn't and it was not in the age where it seems like we kind of got a little bit when we were in high school of the of the folks who were like hey if they're gonna do it somewhere mm-hmm. let at least you know, me be here yeah, and then be here and not be doing something stupid. Yeah. But it's like, that's the case for like five kids in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> not like 500 kids living in your house and smoking and drinking and all that kind of shit. Or it's just like, no, this is an out of control nonsense party. Yeah. <laughs> that should absolutely be called in, but isn't. There are way too many people. This That's against like every fire code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes into the house. He's looking for Bug because he's like, oh, I got to save her. He's bad news. Again, he doesn't really know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't witnessed anything terrible he just other has than them gut- making out. Yeah, he just has a gut, in- gut instinct about him. Yeah, but he doesn't He doesn't he- even articulate that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not even a case of like, I just have a bad feeling about this kid. It's literally yeah. just like, he's a boy. Boys try to rape. That's the world. And yeah. it's like, you're not necessarily wrong, but. <laughs> it is the 80s. <laughs> yeah, it is the 80s. Um, but it is just sort of like it's it's so like ancient 
sort of mindset. You know yeah. what I mean? Or it's just like, come on. Like, I get it. It's the 80s, and now it's not the 80s. So things have changed even more. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure at the time, people were like, this is progressive. <laughs> <laughs> but in the case of just like, okay, so a girl likes a guy at her school. And, of course, all the adult males in her family will threaten the boy, you know, mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. And it's just like, just chill. Yeah. Like, obviously, yes, in the end, Bugs a monster. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of, like, the automatic mindset of being like, oh, is that girl who's related to me dating a boy of a similar age? Apparently, it's not like they didn't make it seem like she was a freshman and he's a senior. They mentioned some at some point in the movie that she's 15. Right. But they don't it's say been, anything about him being anything older than anything much older than that. I mean, and if he's still at the same school, he's no older than 18. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong mm-hmm. with what she is doing. And the fact that Buck takes such exception to it to threaten him with axes and drills and all that yeah. kind of shit without actually knowing how bad he is. Like, just be you're right, but you're wrong about why you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what bugs me. But he goes into the party. He's looking for Bug. He finds him trying to do terrible things uh (laughs) it's just like man i'm just tired of having to sitting here and talking about a whole bunch of 80s comedies and having to constantly be like so the scene with the rape uh (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like god we really need to watch movies with less (laughs) rape i mean that's just it's it's like uh it's it's an unfortunate statistic of the time like all these movies all these teen movies like chances are there's at least a joke there's at least a joke if not one scene outright played for laughs or, yeah. you know, something awful like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he finds him with some other girl. Right. And then he goes out driving and he finds Tia and they have their conversation and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What bugs me about that is that what happened with her and Bug? They don't. They oh, don't, yeah. They don't say anything. They don't show it. It's like the most you can truly full on like infer based on what the movie shows is like. He was kissing on that other girl and Tia saw it and got sad and ran away or something. She never specifically says she just says to Buck, you were right. And so it's like, okay, but right about what did he like try to get with her? Did he do that exact same thing to her? And then she left afterwards traumatized. Or was it just like, you know, like how bad was it? What happened between them? And the movie's just like, no, 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 no. We're just going to get to the part. Where Buck's right and they talk about it. Yeah. But they don't actually talk about it and you don't know what happens. But yeah. he's right. Just accept it. She's she's nice to him now. That's sort of all that happens. It's like mm-hmm. she leaves to the party, you know, and leaves the note about yeah. like, I'll be back on Sunday. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we see her, she's like, you were right. Mm-hmm. It's like, what caused this? What caused yeah. this change that turned you into a character that I don't hate anymore (laughs) or you're being nice. The way that I saw that whole part, (laughs) uh, it seemed to me like bug, like they, they were showing what was happening between bug and Tia. Mm, Until the last moment when Buck busts in and it's a different girl. So like that did happen to her. Right. And she got away. They, I don't know, you know, at what point, she yeah that's that but but something did happen yeah i mean 
what it really like thinking of it that way because I, I realized like I, while that scene was kind of unfolding i was like oh god that's right and he busts in with the drill and he like threatens him again like mm-hmm. buck to the rescue and then i was legitimately caught off guard by the fact that it wasn't her i had forgotten about that me too so that happened and i was like oh what it makes it seem like is that buck was too late yeah you know mm-hmm. but then she's like you were right and we're cool now and since you kidnapped him yeah and we're gonna like threaten him or whatever that everything's cool mm-hmm. but so that's why i hope the scenario was that he was just there with that other girl and tia left or something yeah but the fact that it's not explained just leaves awful questions up in the air mm-hmm. <laughs> not uh not fun stuff yeah thankfully not all of the movie is quite so dour (laughs) as the first like 20 minutes of this woman trying to like arrange this woman and her husband trying to like arrange their lives in the middle of the night because of some horrible medical emergency Mm -hmm. i completely forgot that that was what got buck to the house to take care of everybody i honestly (laughs) the 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 poster that i posted Mm -hmm buck on one side of the door and the whole family on the other side of the door like oh geez <laughs> really paints a way different <laughs> buck showing up scenario yeah like that movie makes it seem like buck was like off on the road for his whole life and just like waltzed in like hey guys it's me and everyone's <laughs> like oh no now we have to put him up and deal with his zany antics you know what i mean like that's what that cover kind of promises yeah and then the movie is really like, oh, my God, my dad might die. Buck come in the middle of the night to take over watching our family mm-hmm. because we have to drive to Indianapolis because my father might be dying. Yeah. Thankfully, there's a lot more stuff in the middle that's just sort of uh, that hits that goofy John Hughes <laughs> comedy with John Candy mm-hmm. kind of vibe that that <laughs> that I feel like most people really remember. You know, like yeah. that is that stuff is more the like, oh, yeah, remember the giant pancakes, like mm-hmm. the world's largest pancakes <laughs> like him. That is the stuff I feel that works the best is is like Buck connecting with the little ones. Yes. And all the goofy shit that he does with them and for them and how much it's like obvious that like they love it. Yeah, they love it. He loves them. Like mm-hmm. that it's a legit thing that he's not just like, oh, I can hang out here for a while. You know, they kind they like they half paint him as like as like a lazy slob. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the whole like, oh, you're not coming into work with Shanice and everything when he mm-hmm. said he would. But it's like, this is like a legit excuse though. Yeah. Like full on and something he could have never predicted. Yeah. And also, like, he takes it really seriously. Mm-hmm. It's not a case of him being like, I got a vacation. Mm-hmm. And then realizing, like, oh, no, kids need food, don't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of movie. <laughs> He's full on into it. He's making yeah. them breakfast. He makes gigantic pancakes for the birthday. You know, he punches out the drunk clown yeah. for being there, for being a dick and I everything. I forgot about the clown. Yeah, I definitely did, too. Um that was not fun i mean at least he got punched yeah but he was still there it was a weird little scene yeah i I forgot how little that had to do with anything else yeah (laughs) it's like that i think they don't even go back to the birthday party again 
he like punches the clown yeah, out and then it's like so. next day <laughs> like yeah. okay i guess everything went well yeah because <laughs> they just dealt without the clown all right there were actually there were quite a few very abrupt cuts in this movie mm-hmm. that made me feel like this movie got like chopped up in editing yeah because there were some scenes that ended on like the weirdest moments where it seemed like they didn't give the scene room to like breathe at the end mm-hmm. you know like just a little bit of like dead air to go into the next scene or something where it just like bam like cut right at the end of a sentence yeah because it seemed like oh he probably keeps talking <clears throat> <laughs> but they wanted to end the scene there so it's just like blammo <clears throat> it was when he was talking to Shanice about it was the first scene with him with her and him in the bar mm-hmm. and she is like you're really gonna come in you really 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 gonna do it <laughs> like yeah. you sure about it this time the last line is something along the lines of like, Shanice, if I had an excuse I thought would work, I would use it. Hard cut. Next scene. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Like, there was like whiplash <laughs> on that one. Like that does not sound like the last line of a scene. Yeah. Like unless maybe it had a little extra like mm, like a look or a reaction shot from her or something. Mm-hmm. But it was just like end of line, end of scene, next. Let's go. <laughs> it's like hmm. get this movie rolling. Yeah, there was there was another one. I I'm, I, I bet you I didn't fucking write it down. But there, there was another <laughs> moment that I thought had a really abrupt end to a scene that was just like really okay. <laughs> Oh, no, it wasn't that it was an abrupt cut away. It was just that it was such a ridiculous moment of like, when is this? This this doesn't mean anything. They like talk about the dog and then it just cuts to the dog in the dryer. Mm-hmm. Like the dryer door opens and the dog's head's there and it's just like rough. And then it cuts to the next scene. It's like, what was that? that was, <laughs> nobody was even in that room. That was yeah. completely separate from everything else that yeah. was happening in this movie. How did how did that dryer door get closed? Also, yeah, really, with the dog inside. Yeah, it was so goofy. But I was just like, "What was that?" Um, I was surprised a little bit, like, because you think about the concept of taking care of these kids, and mm-hmm. especially the fact that he gets all those blank checks, which yes. that felt ancient. That was like <laughs> such a ridiculous thing. It's yeah. like, really? Okay, blank mm-hmm. checks. I was surprised they didn't really come in to play again. Yeah. Like, I was expecting that to be a bigger thing. Me Like, too. that he was going to have, like, some sort of crisis of conscience of, like, could I? Mm-hmm. Could I take money from here and something, you know? Oh, yeah. man. Nothing. Never. Never even a blip. Yeah. That happens. He shoves them in his pocket. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's some unseen yeah, some director's cut, cut. Yeah, I bet. Probably. Um, what I found funny, though, is that it's like, okay, so you have all that. Really, your job is like, sit at the house. When the kids need to get picked up, pick them up. Mm-hmm. Bring them back home. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. Make sure they're, they, you know, stay fed and alive. And Yeah, really, but it's like literally just hang out and, mm-hmm. and do a few, like, pickups and yeah. drop-offs and stuff like that. And you could tell that the movie knew that it was like, oh, yeah, that would be really boring. Mm-hmm. So... There are things he needs to do. Like, I thought it was kind of silly that he went to the school to talk to the 
principal about the little girl it's like that's not his kid yeah (laughs) i get it he's technically this the like adult supervisor right now he he is the guardian for the time being yeah but in that case like this situation is something where that principal every single time i guarantee you as soon as they hear that it's like oh so that meeting that we have scheduled she's out of town she won't be able to make it let's reschedule Mm -hmm. not Who's the next in line? Yeah. Who, who's next in in the succession line or that I can it, then talk to? Or was it something that like maybe Cindy mentioned like, oh, there's that meeting and Buck oh, just, offered just, to go just went or, of his own volition. Yeah. It, yeah. It just seemed like he it, saw he saw it on the calendar <laughs> and was like, oh, yeah. well, I guess I have to go to this meeting. Yeah, There's something to do. Yeah. yeah it just seemed like such a silly <laughs> thing for him to go. into. Yeah. Like, why would he go and do that? Like, if I was if I had to, like, watch a niece mm-hmm. and it was like she has a school meeting, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I have no business That's being not there. my job. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. Um. And that scene itself, like, I get it. She was nuts. Yeah. Like, she was full on insane. She was a good character mm-hmm. in terms of the, like, lunatic principle. Like, she yeah. doesn't take her <laughs> student career seriously. Like, she's six. Yeah. Like, that was a great little thing between them. Like, what? <laughs> I, I don't want to meet a six-year-old who's serious about their yeah. academic Who career. Yeah, a dreamer. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a good, like, uh, I like that scenario. It's mm-hmm. just, like, silly way to get him there yeah just like, he goes to the meeting what <laughs> and then the like okay so there's something on her face mm-hmm. that he can't get over for whatever reason like she already yeah. has a good enough character yeah of being like a lunatic she doesn't need to also be like ugly or something mm-hmm. you know there's it just sort of again i kind of agreed with ebert Talking about how it's just like kind of like a little cynical underneath. It's just got mm-hmm. a little nastiness to it mm-hmm. that I I could kind of feel watching it this time, and not yeah. not just being like, ha ha, she deserves it. <laughs> it's like she kind of does, but what she deserves is being told she's a lunatic. Yeah, not just that like she's ugly. Yeah, <laughs> like that's poor taste. Yeah. <laughs> um. They, they, they didn't call Trunchbull ugly. Yeah, really. They just threw food at her. <laughs> I forget. There was another thing that he. I get. Well, that's not that big of a thing. The like the birthday party and the clown and stuff. It's a good. I mean, that makes sense if they had it pre-scheduled mm-hmm. and they weren't going to be there. Then yeah, he'd have to take over that and everything. Yeah, and he does a really good job of it too. So it's like okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess that's sort of what kind of gets to me about the movie is that it's like he really isn't bad at it. Yeah. It's just that he gets thrown into this mix with Tia at her like absolute worst. Mm-hmm. And then also like on top of it, there's just like his general skeeviness. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll put it this way. I thought it was fucking hilarious. The scene when they go bowling and she's sitting there all alone and then it gets awful as the guy comes over to yeah. hit on her and everything where it's like movie we we know how old she is mm-hmm. so you know we know how old she is and no matter how much you want to play that game of like yeah well that guy doesn't know mm-hmm. it's like, this shut up you've created that guy yeah you know we know so this is creepy yeah why do you have to make it so fucking creepy 
But I just found it hysterical that that dude's sitting there like, hey there, little lady, being all creepy about it and everything. And then fucking Buck comes over and is just like, hey, scram, buddy, or whatever. Like He he, he doesn't get nearly as angry about that guy mm-hmm. as he does about Bug, the guy that she is like consensually yeah. making out with, which I thought was weird. That it's like this creepy fucking stranger yeah. is talking to her and his response is like, shoo, get out of here. Unless- and then the teenage kid, he's like, I'll cut your hands off. <laughs> like, gee, what a fucking backwards kind of reaction to these two things. But what I thought was so funny is that he scoots that pervert out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then his other friend comes and sits down. And I'm like, he's not any better. Yeah. Like, he sits down like, hey, how you doing there? It's just like, this is the same person. He's just that Buck knows this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny that, like, his friend is no less of a creepy dude sitting next to her than the guy he just chased away that's not necessarily his like fault you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's not him doing something wrong Mm -hmm. it's just his general like skeeviness as a person where it's like i am not the child friendly person like he says the beginning like i still got the one bedroom but we can uh play forts or something you know like he, he is unprepared for taking care of these kids so it's like he's not actively putting them in danger yeah. or or i mean kind of i mean <laughs> bringing her there and then leaving her on the bench i mean she wouldn't have come and played anyway yeah but still she probably sat farther away on purpose yeah, yeah. but still he has to be aware of that yeah <laughs> he, has to he can't just be like oh she wandered off anyway like, <laughs> she's probably just mad um <laughs> but like but he's not blowing it off yeah. You know what I mean? He's not just being like, oh, whatever. I'm going to leave the kids in the car while I bowl mm-hmm. or something shitty like that. Like he's trying to include them and whatever. It's just like, well, the people he knows yeah. and the things he does <laughs> are all kind of. Uh, so, OK, but that's kind of what like made me just wonder what exactly it is he learns by the end of it. Just because. She doesn't believe him just because Shanice doesn't believe him that he can't come into work, Mm -hmm. you know, and thinks it's just an excuse. It's like we know that it's not. It's far from an excuse. Yeah. It's a 2 a.m. phone call from panicked people asking Mm -hmm. for him to come help. Mm-hmm. Like, again, if if the beginning of this movie wasn't so, like, dour and serious and, like, this needs to happen mm-hmm. and you need to, like, they need help. You need to step up, Buck. You just, you just got to do this. You know, if it was sillier and goofier, you know what I mean? If it was like, oh, my gosh, we did something goofy and we need you to watch the kids if you can. Yeah. And him being like, oh, that'll get me out of work. I'll go do that. And mm-hmm. then, oh, so sorry, honey. I have to do this. Yeah. You know, like that's not the vibe. Yeah. The vibe is like serious family emergency. And he is taking his charge seriously, mm-hmm. even if he is unconventional. Yeah. So by the end of it, really, he's just like, he has the like nerve to ask Shadis to marry him, I guess, even though they don't. Yeah. It's like implied that they will, but they yeah. still haven't by the end of the movie. So you're like, fucking who knows? Yeah. They're going to drive home and everything will just be exactly the same and never change and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> He's not as awful, I think, as Tia. Agreed. You know, like he's dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I thought like, it, it was it, it, there was that one moment when he was on the phone where it just incrementally like got stupider to the point where it's like, OK, now you're dangerously dumb. 
because I thought it was hysterical when he's just like, oh, yeah, the dog needs water. Like, uh, like, well, first, I thought it was hysterical that he fed him five times a day. Yeah. Like, it's so much funnier that he over like that. He's just like, oh, the dog needs food. Then, yeah. then to be like, oh, shit, I forgot. Or like, yeah. oh, I gave him like a couple of pieces of kibble. Is that OK? Like the fact that he was just like, oh, I got to feed this dog. Yeah. So he feeds it a little bunch. <laughs> and then the fact that he's just like, oh, I've just been leaving the toilet seats up. Like, that's a hilarious slob way to be like making sure the dog gets water. So, you know, in case I forget, there's always water. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but then it jumps into the like, oh, my God, Buck. Yeah. When it's like, yeah, the, oh, the dog shouldn't be drinking that blue water. It's like, it's got the blue water in it, you idiots. Like, yeah. It was just regular clean water. Yeah. Then that's like a, a hysterical, if not a little gross, yeah. like solution to your problem. Yeah. <laughs> but then suddenly you seem really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> letting it drink like chemicals and stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But like other than that, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just gets railroaded by Tia. God, the bitch. <laughs> that whole kind of cliche misunderstanding about what was your fucking name? Marcy? The mm-hmm. neighbor? Yeah. Yeah. Lori Metcalf. I fucking <laughs> love Lori Metcalf. <laughs> she was a, she was the shot in the arm this movie needed at that point. Because it was like, okay, Tia sucks. Mm-hmm. And these kids have just kind of been like following Buck around. Like later they get some better stuff. Like Macaulay Culkin doing the yeah. dishes <laughs> and being like, I'm the only one who does anything around here. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Like that was fun. And his little like interrogation of Buck. Mm-hmm. Like asking him tons of questions mm-hmm. and everything. Like that was wonderful. So the kids are really great. Buck is just kind of being Buck or whatever. But he's, he kind of is just by himself. So to have another adult finally come into the picture to like even just talk with him mm-hmm. so he could have dialogue with someone who wasn't like a small child or yeah. something. Or was, himself. Yeah, or just himself was a really great breath of fresh air. And I fucking love Lori Metcalf anyway. So when she rolled in, I was just like, yes, she's got such hysterical fucking like crazy eyes. Like, it was so funny. Uh, even if that character is just like awful yeah like she's just a, a bad person <laughs> yeah just walking in without knocking or ringing the bell and, and she was just... gonna pepper spray him too yeah like <laughs> not realizing that he's not banging someone yeah in the, in the laundry room <laughs> which like it was a pretty classic like misunderstanding moment but at the same time it was like it was just his voice yeah it's not like there was any indication there was another human being in that room with him yeah he was saying some terrible things yeah. like do i have to talk dirty to you <laughs> but like it wasn't that it, he, he clearly was not banging anybody but yeah. she clearly thought he was oh right and then the no the dog like shoves its nose in her ass i don't even know it like licks the camera lens and then mm-hmm. she freaks out and it's like, you figure out where that was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you, movie. Don't make me think about these things. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't yeah. force me to do that. The dog spooked her. That's yeah, all that's know. all we need to know. Um, but she was hysterical and I absolutely loved her line of, I get compliments on the hyphen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's, she's divorced, but she kept the hyphen it because she gets compliments on it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's hysterical. Um, but yeah, she was great. But that that whole... Tia tells Shanice that Buck's been going out with Marcy all night. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Shanice just happens to show up to the house that we have not been given any indication she knew where it was. But 
okay, I'll give benefit of the doubt and be like, maybe since they've been going out for so long, they were invited out here once. Yeah. And she somehow still remembers from all those years ago. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or wrote it down like yeah. a normal person or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who was a buck. Um, she has it for Christmas cards. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but she shows up just at the time that Marcy was in there trying to get him to dance and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff just to get that confrontation and then and then Shanice leaves and oh my god all that stuff yeah I I wish that was a little more orchestrated by Tia mm-hmm. you know I wish that she had had some sort of hand in that so that it could have seemed more realistic like it yeah. would have happened <laughs> and not just like ridiculous coincidence well like of all the moments like of, of all the time to overlap yeah. is the like five minutes that Marcy happened to walk over here is the exact time that it took like Shanice deciding to leave the city mm-hmm. and driving all the way out there gets there right at the same time. Like never. You could never <laughs> do that unless you were planning to. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, come on. Like I get that Tia like fucked with him mm-hmm. by telling Shanice about all that. But it seemed like she was just like, and that's it. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that, and that'll get him in trouble. Yeah. And then it seemed like all of this was just icing on the cake, yeah. like just completely <laughs> coincidental that it happened to happen and make his day even worse Yeah. than it was, where it seemed like maybe she would, like, if she didn't plan it that way, you know, if that was total coincidence, then I wish maybe there was a little moment where she, like, realizes, like, oh, my God. That maybe went further than I wanted it to, you know, like, oh, God, she came and she was here and it blew up into this big thing. Like, oh, no. Yeah. But really, it seemed like she was just like, all right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) It just got worse. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, man, you, you're the God, you suck. (laughs) Man, it's really hard to root for you. (laughs) Overall, though, I think what I took away from it was just like this movie does not have as many like memorable jokes and moments as i sort of expected it to have there were some good lines yeah i mean there was good stuff as much as i didn't uh (laughs) i didn't love those kids right at the beginning Mm -hmm. like they were all kind of just like off-putting yeah in a weird way that i was just (laughs) like oh no this is who we got the rest of the movie oh crap yeah. But I did like, I actually liked that the there's nothing wrong with crap when yeah. she's saying it to her. Like, you're thinking of shit. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Like, to the little kid. <laughs> like, you said shit twice, but only once for real. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, understanding that yeah, that first exactly. time was like, just. That first time her. was, yeah, that was just a demonstration. I understand. Yeah. I thought that was pretty hysterical. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, there aren't too many like lines. That jump out at me as being like super hysterical. It's really just like the scenario. Yeah. Like, especially like the sight of that fucking junker yeah. rolling in with the smoke everywhere is a great sight gag. Yeah. You like know, like full on like smoke screen behind him. Yeah. Or, uh, or <laughs> gigantic John Candy trying to use the small kid urinal. Yeah. Like that imagery is just hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily like a line or a joke necessarily. Or even something that like. It was never done in a movie. Yeah, it's just like it's just it's still funny. Yeah, it's very good. I mean, <laughs> what I what I love like while I was watching that scene happen 
was just the fact that it's like I can only imagine that there wasn't like a super specific thing like because there's not really like a stunt involved mm-hmm. with the like using of the toilets you know it's not like and then he grabs a pipe and it bursts open and oh my you know mm-hmm. like it doesn't get out of hand so it really seems like they could have just been like all right set the camera up looking at the urinals john step into frame and um just do something yeah make it funny yeah like you're a huge guy these things are tiny you're, this is gold. We're yeah. just going to roll the camera. You're going to do something and it's going to be great. That's what it feels. It doesn't go, feel. Go take a piss. Yeah, exactly. Go try to take a piss, essentially. And it, it's like, it is a hysterical. It's like just inherently funny mm-hmm. seeing something like that. And it's like, just, that's, uh, that's a great, like, uh, just like an eye for something. Where it's like that scene, really, what it's about is. Him going in to see the principal and mm-hmm. talking about his niece and whatever. Yeah, but realizing like, that he's walking through a school smoking. Yeah, smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Like, <laughs> like, and what's funny too though is like in the in the moment, like when that movie came out, I'm sure like as soon as he was like walking through the doors and like smoking it and like looking around and everything that there were people in the audience who were probably like oh, what is he? This is so silly. What is he doing? And then he realizes like oh. And then like, ah, ha, ha, there's the laughter. Look, there it is. Look, mm-hmm. he realizes it now. But to me, it was like, okay, I know it wasn't that long ago, but I truly did not know anything about the world before I was born for obvious reasons. But <laughs> like in my head, him walking through that school, smoking that cigar, I was like, it's the 80s. Yeah. And I didn't think about it for a second <laughs> until he went like, oh, oh, and I was like, oh, you probably still couldn't do that in the 80s. Yeah, oh, okay. it's still an elementary school. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like it, it really, it did not strike me as being like, he's doing something weird. It yeah. was really just like different time. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, no, no, actually not, not at all. <laughs> you could never do that. <laughs> like that's that was like unintentionally hysterical to me. <laughs> you can see and hear, I, I hear very much, similarities between John Hughes movies. I feel like he uses the same composer a lot. Makes uh, sense. Ira Ira Newborn. I'm looking at it here and <laughs> just like, yeah, no, yeah. Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Weird Science, 16 Candles, pretty much everything. All right. <laughs> so like I, I can hear it. You can see it with like the settings mm-hmm. and the fucking like Chicago suburbs. Like all of these movies could have taken place in the same block yeah. radius and it would make sense. You mm-hmm. would never question it. Like, oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it did. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, There was one more John Hughes written and directed movie after Uncle Buck. And it was called Curly Sue, and it starred Jim Belushi and some small child. Okay. And he he was like a homeless guy taking care of some little girl, and they were like partners on the road or some shit. I've never seen it, but like super weird. I sort of looked at it a little bit because I thought this was the last one. I was like, Mm -hmm. I know he's involved in Home Alone. He like wrote Home Alone Mm -hmm. and he wrote a couple of other things. Like I think he wrote Home Alone 2 as well and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I know that he like phased out directing movies after a while. Yeah. And I was like, was this the last? And it wasn't. There was one more. Uh, But nobody really liked it at all (laughs) from what I could see. So Uh, so so this this is is kind of the unofficial (laughs) 
yeah <laughs> last john hughes movie uh, at least last of you know the movies that people really remember him for mm-hmm. it's unfortunate when when it just sort of like peters off like that like there was never a like grand opus finale movie or anything like mm-hmm. that uh, where he, you know, he gets like everybody back or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like something where you have I like mean, oh, the kids as adults this time or something. You know, yeah. like that would have been amazing for him to make a movie with like the pretty and pink kids at at thirty or something like that. Yeah, like, that sort of thing would have been really neat. But it kind of is just like, well, now I mean, you could maybe look at it as as him seeing himself as the Uncle Buck mm-hmm. and the kids of the movie, the kids in his movies. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm now I'm the outsider. I'm the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, like maybe I'm sure if someone put more thought into it, they could like make a really great theory about that. But I just thought of it right now. So I do not have a better theory about that. <laughs> there was one moment that really I thought it was a great, a very classic John Hughes sort of moment. Yeah. That I wish the movie had taken a little bit. Had, had run with a little bit more uh but it was when he's going through his brother's photo album mm-hmm. and finds their wedding picture that he's been folded out of mm-hmm. and i was like that's such like an amazing image you know just mm-hmm. of him unfolding it and you know showing him back then with his mustache yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like he it was like a, a wonderful like visual joke on top of it being a very emotional moment yeah. of him realizing like, oh, my God, I'm not even I'm not even worth being in the picture, apparently. Yeah. You know, but he they don't he doesn't really like reckon with that at all. There's no mm-hmm. like other than just being like, ah, you know what, Shanice, I have been being a jerk. Let's get back together. Yeah. But never a moment of like there's nothing between him and the parents when they get back. I mean, you know not what that I mean? they show. Well, right, but it's like there's no like, hey, Buck, thanks, or like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. you know, it just ends on the joke of him knocking more shit over and yelling <laughs> shit, which is a great like gag. Mm-hmm. It was just after after that like sort of more emotional moment earlier is like, oh, we're just that was all. I thought that mm-hmm. was the like build up to something yeah. more, but it was like, no, 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 that was the peak. That was the emotional peak of his storyline was him being like, ah, shit. I uh, I think that is gonna wrap it up for uh, for John Hughes month on popcorn for dinner, mm-hmm. which was fun. I definitely look forward to uh, more theme stuff, even in in different ways like that. Like that's mm-hmm. fun. Like we did an actor, now we did a director. Genres. Yeah, we're gonna do Christmas movies for this coming. Yes month obviously going into christmas uh which should be a bunch of fun Mm -hmm. and there's actually some more john hughes involved stuff in it oh that's right uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that'll be cool a little crossover yes um and then moving on into uh into the new year i i know we've got a bunch of different theme month plans so yes. that should be fun but it is nice having this next month already planned out yes. <laughs> we just gotta we just gotta watch them because we got them all but um i hope everybody had a good thanksgiving at this point thanksgiving mm-hmm. has not happened yet but by the time you hear it it will have so yes i hope everyone had a really good thanksgiving and uh we will see you next month on popcorn for dinner but this is jeff and kelly getting your mouse and get out of here. <laughs>